Hello and welcome aboard the USS Little Hero, NCC-73117. This Galaxy-class refitted starship. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will follow me, historians, we will go to Holodeck 3. And we will go through the history of Starfleet. Starting with the NX-01. Commander Vicky, will you set course for the coordinates where we're supposed to be at for this episode? Aye, aye, Captain. Vicky's Adventures in a Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And hopefully the quality is better this week uh, than last week because, well, we didn't know we couldn't be right up on our minds. On old school technology versus new school, you know, crap happens. We'll go with it. So, Vicky, today we're doing season one, uh, season two, sorry, we're in season two. No, we're in season three. We are already in season three. Yeah. Oh, dang. Season three, episode one, which is the Tindy. Right. Would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? Yeah. You can find us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor. Correct. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. And what can they do there? They can contact us. Correct. So, Vicky, what do you think was going to happen with those Indians? Well, um, I thought <laughs> that <laughs> Archer and his crew are trying to protect Earth from the Zindi. Well, that's what they're doing, yes. We found that out with uh, Bounty and the Expanse. Right. So it says here, it has been six weeks since the Enterprise, his new mission began, and the crew have made virtually no progress. Now, finally, they have made they may have a lead as the Enterprise is en route to a mining colony 
that is supposed to have a Zindi worker. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Yes. So, uh, one of the things we're going to see is we're going to see the Makos in this. Makos, as I found out and posted to our Facebook group, is the Military Assault Command Operations. They were founded prior to 2153. They were dissolved in 2161, so around 10 years. Right. Located on Earth, uh, affiliated with the United Earth Military, uh, the members were the Mako personnel, and status was dissolved in 2161. So they were uh, basically abolished. They weren't really abolished, as it says in the long thing about it. Uh, they were actually absorbed by Star, uh, the United Federation of Planets right. when they came in, and they were offered positions in Starfleet. So, long story short. So, was, and we, and so that's what happened there. Um, with that being said, are you ready to get into this? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. And no matter what, no matter what we do, you're going to get a recap in a lot of episodes of Previously on Enterprise, previously on Enterprise, previously on Enterprise, previously on Enterprise. This Say is that why, again? <laughs> this is why I'm not as much of the Season 3 fan, because it just got repetitive to the point where it's going to get annoying, in my opinion. But this is going to be a recap because Season 2 ended. It was not a two-parter. It was actually the end of that episode, so this is just a reminder of what, two, uh, what episode Bounty and... Expanse War to get to, to this point. There's been an attack on Earth. We've been recalled. For the probe of offense by the Zindi, they learned that their world would be destroyed by humans in 400 years. Yes, there's going to be some kind of service. My sister wasn't big on memorials. She was no more important than any of them. She was more important to you. There's nothing wrong with admitting that. Are you suggesting this is a Zindi? I sure so like to find out. We're to return to Vulcan. I believe that should be my decision. We received a distress call. Every crewman on board had been anatomically inverted. Their bodies splayed open. And they were still alive. I want to remain aboard Enterprise. I've decided to resign my commission. You think you'll be comfortable with the military on board? I have a problem with my Starfleet personnel. I'm going to need all the muscle I can get when we cross into the expanse. I can't wait to get in there, Captain. Find the people who did this. And tell me we won't be tiptoeing around. The non-interference crap that Paul's always shoving down our throats. We'll do what we have to. It would simply be a coincidence. So the people we're seeing right now in the conference room that we're looking at, you are seeing an insectoid, a reptilian, a primate, humanoid, and the aquatic uh, Zindi. Which brings me to my first question. What was that fly-looking thing? That is an insectoid uh, Zindi. Okay. Oh, wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> nice. For some reason, I thought my, phone, my computer was... 
It is not a coincidence. How do you know your contacts gave you accurate information? They have no way of knowing that we launched the probe. I'll must destroy them. Our it doesn't matter. They must be destroyed before they find... When will it be ready? The, the next series of tests is being prepared. We will accomplish nothing if all you do is run tests. We must be patient. We must follow the plan that we all agreed to. Our future is at stake. This castle must be mustn't be dissolved. Learn everything you can about this human vessel. It's been a long round. Three hours. So I just found out something interesting, guys. So with being able to do this on my computer, I just went to Memory Alpha to this episode. And one of the things that Vicky asks for is she asks a lot of things that I don't know. Like, what is Trillium? Which we'll find out they're going to say here in a minute. Um, and I clicked on the blue part of the sentence and it brought up a whole page of what Trillium is. Wow! How did we not discover this? Uh, it was probably something I could have done a while ago even on my phone. <laughs> But with the fear of possibly hitting the wrong button and ending the uh, recording and or screwing it up, I didn't want to do that. So now that I don't, I'm not doing it on my phone, I can do it easily with my computer. So we're coming up in the world. Sure as crap we are. We'll go with it. <laughs> hey, we're coming up in the world, folks. How long do we get there? Another three hours. Did the freighter captain say who was the first to contact? The foreman of the North Mine. He's expecting us. What makes this captain so certain one of the miners is Zindi? He's not. He just said he thinks there was a Zindi aboard a transport he took there a few years ago. And it is safe to enter orbit. There are no security considerations. He didn't mention any. With all due respect, sir, we should approach with caution. The freighter captain was of questionable character. Where are we, Malcolm? Sir, this room, what did it used to be? Uh, storage space, uh, conjured housings, I believe. But it got retrofitted. Starfleet went through a lot of trouble to turn it into our new command center. Why is that, Malcolm? Because of our mission, sir. To find the Zindi, right? Right. So this state-of-the-art equipment was put in here to help us gather all the pieces of the puzzle. Figure out who's trying to destroy Earth. Right. Six weeks. We've been in this expanse for six weeks. What data have we gathered? What pieces of the puzzle have we started to put together? Not a single one. We don't have the luxury of being safe or cautious anymore. And if the only lead we can find comes from a freighter captain of questionable character, then that's good enough for me. Understood? Aye, sir. <laughs> <Understood>. <laughs> so now we got Hoshi in the middle. Can you take him? <laughs> Gonna sit with the Makos. I'm Hoshi, Father. Uh, we've familiarized ourselves with all the bridge officers, Ensign. I'm Major Hayes. This is Sergeant Kemper. Corporals Romero and Chang. Military assault command. 
So something about the Makos right now. Right now, they are not going to feel like part of the crew. Because they are the military. They are not Starfleet. Right. But by the end of, or close to the end of season four, maybe the end of season three, uh, they start feeling more like part of the crew. Gotcha. You know, because right now they don't know shite about, I mean, they know everybody in there, but they don't know nothing about anybody, per se. They never really met anyone. They mostly have been keeping to themselves. As the military, they, they are. So. They're up for one of the best. Looks like you've all gotten your space legs. <laughs> Some of us are still visiting Dr. Flox every morning. Wonders of modern medicine. What do you think of our doctor, Sergeant? I imagine you don't run into many Denobulans in Duluth, Minnesota. Actually, I'm stationed outside of Atlanta. No Denobulans, but we have our fair share of alien visitors. You must have gone pretty deep into our records. I haven't lived in Duluth since junior high school. You may have left Duluth, but you've still got plenty of Duluth left in your inflections. <laughs> That's why she's a language specialist. That's a linguist, Kemper. If give her enough time, she could probably tell you what street you grew up on. <laughs> Do you have any idea where we're headed, Ensign? I'm sure Captain Archer will let us know when he has reason to. Let's hope it's soon. The quicker you folks find me Zindi, quicker we can get to work. We have a briefing in a few minutes. If you'll excuse us. Just B2? Yes, sir. Cargo base one and three seem unaffected. When did it start? About ten minutes ago. Ensign McFarland got pretty banged up, but he's going to be okay. You sure it's not a problem with the grab plate? Trust me, Captain. It's not the grab plate. It's the spatial anomalies. Right. And everything is attached to one wall. Stay close to the door. So, what's that? The spatial anomalies are what's happening to all the stuff and why it's... Yes. To one side of the ship. Yes. And they're going to explain what, in the next episode, what they need to stop this. But it has an adverse effect on a certain species. Right. Um, if you want me to spoil it for everybody, I could, but I'm not going to. No. Spoiler alert. <laughs> We're going to find out one way or another. <laughs> Just give it to me. Here it goes. No, it's another spatial anomaly. Now everything goes from one side to the other. You're right. You stunt the craft plate. <laughs> Any volatile material in those containers? I would have known by now. Seal it off. Okay, so I was wrong on which species they are. So you got Zindi primal, which are the humanoids. Arboreal, which are the hairiest ones. Okay. Then you've got the reptilians, the insectoids, the aquatics, and the ones that are no longer alive are the avian. Zindi. Okay. Well, that answers question seven. Well, I, I, I know that. I'm sorry. Okay. It's just, I, I saw the little thing for it, and I'm like, I better make sure that I told her the right ones. Ooh, this is the one. Okay, this is the one. I, I'll, I'll explain it to you when, when we get there. Let's hope this little anomaly doesn't last any longer than the others do. 
it was really on. Uh, come look at this. And then this is... The pigmentation is far more colorful than I would have suspected. Listen to Do what I? Dr. Plot says. Why? Because this is... He's going to say this right now. Why don't you say what you're... Say it. But I don't... I won't say it right. <laughs> so I want him to say it first. Okay. <laughs> what are we looking at? Oh, um, Lindy, epithelial cells harvested from a corpse they found inside the crashed probe. It looks more like scales. Precisely. When I'm finished constructing my physiometric profile, I wouldn't be surprised if he has reptilian uh, characteristics. I have no clue what that is. It's not saying here either. You wanted to see me? Do you have any siblings? No. Commander Tucker had one sister. She was killed in the attack. I'm aware of that. He's having difficulty dealing with the loss. To be expected. More specifically, it's affecting his sleep. I've been giving him sedatives, but I'd like to see him start uh, tapering off. I'm not sure I understand. I believe the commander would be a fine candidate for Vulcan neuropressure. I doubt the commander would have the patience to sit in one place long enough to get through the first posture. I'm certain with your delicate guidance. Delicate is not a word I associate with Mr. Tucker. <laughs> The instruction of neural pressure is a very intimate act. And he suffered a very intimate loss. He needs your help. Have him come to my quarters. There's, um, one little problem. Assuming that you'd agree to my request, I suggested all of this to Commander Tucker earlier today. He was less than enthusiastic. I don't understand. Perhaps if I could get him to go to your quarters, you might be able to convince him of the lasting benefits of Vulcan neuropressure. So basically, you guys uh, find out on Google, in Star Trek, a physiometric profile is basically trait statistics. Does that make sense? Uh, a little bit. Okay. That's the best I could come up with, too. Okay. Both of it. We should have worn AB6. The doctor said it was safe for short periods. <laughs> safe? Cool, it's safe. I've been in. <laughs> Try not to breathe. <laughs> yes, sir. Captain Archer of the Starship Enterprise. We've come to see you this way. This way.
No, he's a I've been told. No, he's not. You might be able to make it worth no. my while. If I were to arrange a trip. They got the information about the Zindi from a freighter captain. This is not him. This is the facility manager. Or let's see. It's, they call him the... Let's see here. Sit here in a second. Oh, the mining... Uh, the mining facility... Uh, the foreman. He's the foreman of the facility. Not the freighter captain. Why do you think he was the freighter captain all of a sudden? Explain. Uh, oh no, he's not. He's the foreman. So why do you think he was the freighter captain I don't know. all of a sudden? Okay, we're cool with it. Uh, introduction. Depends what you mean by worth your while. Well, I've always had a fondness for platinum, specifically in his liquefied state. I'm afraid we don't carry precious metals on board. Ooh, I'm sure there's something else we could offer you. I don't think it happens when a lot of people interrupt my workers, Cynthia uh, or otherwise. What about the antimatter relays? Their lining's not coated with a platinum cobalt alloy. The ship could probably strip them down and separate the metals. How much platinum are we talking about? Well, I'm a reasonable man. I'm sure you could probably say half a liter. Really want my butt. I need to see this man, scan him, confirm that he's Zindi. <laughs> that won't be necessary. It's around a rag. Why did you do this? Unfortunate accident. Unfortunate. I expect to see you back tomorrow. Primate. Yes. As we found out just yeah, now no. from 
I need something a little more concrete, Doctor. The genetic profile is nearly identical to tissue samples taken from the corpse found on Earth. Their base pair sequencing is far closer than, say, um, humans and chimpanzees. Like I said, I, we just found out that I was wrong on who was who. So right? He is a Zindi. He is a primate Zindi. He is a primate. Nearly identical, but yep. not quite. Like humans and Neanderthals? Reasonable analogy. <laughs> After analyzing the remains of the Zindi corpse, I was able to provide the computer with enough data to create this rendering. However, this humanoid is reptilian. That uh, finger is not. It's covered with skin, not unlike yours or mine. But it's Cindy, all the same. I wish I could be more helpful, Captain. Sir? Main trip comes in. How's it coming? We're going to end up stripping more than 200 relays to get half a liter of liquefied platinum, but uh, we'll have it by this afternoon. Let me know when it's ready. You okay? I'm fine. I gotta have something stronger to help me sleep tonight, Doc. Very well. Come by around uh, 2200 hours. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Thanks. So, do you want me to explain walking your own pressure a little bit? Or do you want to find out from them? Them. Damn. Why are you always gotta spoil my fun? No, I'm kidding. No spoiler. I'm alert. kidding. It's not a spoiler, it's explaining it. You're ready to set total of 30 degrees Celsius. I'm familiar with the properties of liquid platinum. I've insulated the outer container. It should keep everything pretty stable. There's a little more than a half liter in there. Uh, what exactly do you want with our Zindi friend? He's not very attractive, especially after his recent surgery. I have something to discuss with him. And what might that be? I brought you what you asked for. Now let me see the Zindi. <laughs> his work group should be awake in about an hour's time. It took six of my men half the night to extract this platinum. I think you could wake him an hour early. Can you ask me something about Trillium? Mm, no. Do you want to know what it is? Because yes. he did say it was an insulation. Right. So, it says here in the thing, it says, Trillium was a mineral used as insulation against anomalies by starships in the Delphic Expanse. Trillium came in multiple forms. Trillium A is extremely common and easy to synthesize. Synthesize. A little bit. Synthesize. However, it is trillium D that is useful, useful as insulation, as it was rare and difficult to process. Trillium could only be synthesized in a liquid state. Through the synthesized form, was just as useful 
as a natural ore. While still in liquid, it needs to be applied immediately to the inner hull where it where it would then set. The synthesis process was very complex and very dangerous due to high levels of pressure and radiation involved. Trillium was deadly. Uh, noxotron, noxotron, nox, <laughs> neurotoxin, sorry, to Vulcans greatly disregarded their neutral path, neural pathway, degraded their new, bleh, neural pathways. This had the initial effects of removing emotional inhibitions, but eventually induced insanity and violent rages over time. The neurological damage could became irreversible, eventually leading to death. This was the fate of a crew we haven't met yet. Right. So that's what Trillium is. And you're going to find out what happens with that later on. Gotcha. Trust me, it's, it's, it gets weird. Is Trillium D the only thing you mind here? The only thing. Trillium D. I'm not familiar with it. What's it used for? Insulation. Mostly for interstellar vessels. What insulation does your ship use, Captain? Our outer hull is lined with uranium. I imagine you must have a very large crew. And why would you imagine that? And there's the thing. Do I have you to thank for this? You said it was an accident. Did he? What do you want? Miss Andy? Nine fingers, Andy. What do you want? Where's your home world? You came all the way to this hideous planet, brought the foreman to see me, but what? Directions to my planet? I find that hard to believe. You have important business with your people. But you don't know where to find them? Well, if you want information, you're going to have to help me escape from this place. What do you mean, escape? Do these look like volunteers? We're captives. Slaves! A simple set of coordinates. That's all I want. I'm prepared to pay you. The only payment I'm interested in is my freedom. If you can't provide me with that, stop wasting my time! I don't know if you're in this place I don't particularly care. But we didn't come here to stage a prison break. So why don't you just give us the coordinates and we'll all stop wasting each other's time. Not and you'll get me off this planet, you know? Trip is very angry. Right. I'm not sure why, but I'm just itching to get the hell out of you. Trip. Take it easy. Archer here. Captain, there are three warships approaching at warp. Their hull alloys match the mining towers on the surface. 
How long before they get here? Two hours, sir. Go to Captain Fuller. We're heading back to the shuttle pod. Understood. Shuttle pod? You have the starship in orbit? You make it so easy for them. Usually they have to go out and find shit to replenish their labor force. You flew right into their trap! <laughs> Archer and Enterprise. Enterprise, respond. You might consider waiting for your colleagues to rescue you, but it sounds like they're about to become quite busy. If you have a shuttle pod on the surface, I can get you through it, but you'll have to take me with you. There's an audio message coming in. Hold on for me. This is Enterprise. I'm afraid your captain and his associates are going to be slightly delayed. We have three cargo vessels approaching, and we've had to begin de-ionizing our landing decks. How long a delay? No more than an hour. We detected your cargo ships. They're heavily armed. LMG is a highly valued substance, and I'm certain you've noticed that this is not one of the friendlier regions of space. Can I talk to Captain Archer? Not at the moment. He requests you to speak to a miner who resides on level 22. I spoke with him a few minutes ago. The deionizing process prevents us from communicating with the lower levels. I'll have him contact you as soon as he returns. Keep trying to reach the captain. I want you to come up with a plan to recover the captain and Commander Tucker. Have it in place in one hour. <laughs> Get Major Hayes to help you. So, Reed has a little problem here. Have you figured it out when she said, Get Major Hayes of the Makos? No. To help you? You'll find out, or I can tell you. Go ahead and tell me. Reed. Military, Navy, family, background. Mm -hmm. Major Hayes, military, land, background. Read. Weapons officer of the Starship Enterprise. Major Hayes, military. Makos. He's not very friendly with them at the moment. Because he feels that they're invading his ship. Gotcha. His. Uh, Sewage takes on a whole new meaning. What are they waiting there? So it does. Different species. Thirty-one to be exact. Help me with this. There's a lever below your knees. Pull it up. Plasma duct 13 hasn't been used since I've been here. Why is there a hatch here? There's one every eight levels. What are you doing? Opening the emergency valve. Up there is a steel plate that locks into place during maintenance cycles. Follow me. Thank you. 
automatic does emergency baffles we open. Why would they open the wreck? Here's the office here. I thought you said this stuff didn't use anymore. It isn't. It obviously rerouted the plasma. Yes, it is. How far up to the next maintenance hatch? How far? I don't know. I think the safest bet is to head back down to the last one. You're right. That's where the plasma's coming from. We should go up. Shoot us out. It's too late. We'll be killed. Shut up. Shut up. Crip is definitely pissed off.
Where the hell do you think you're going? You promised to take me away from here! Get out before your little is back there! No, please! You have to help me! I had a chance! The coordinates of my whole world! If you want them, you'll have to take me with you! You're lying! No! I promise you! After everything Kessick has done, I wouldn't believe him realistically. Nope. Reach me with us. Go ahead. We got them. Look under my location and stay down. Understood. Paper. Fight, fight, fight. And the Kessick has been hit twice. But the Mikos are deploying their own sniper. I love the scope on it. I think it pops up out of it. Uh -huh. I guess what it is, it's a mining facility uh, head map. And now you've been headshotted. Which is dangerous. And what could happen if one screwed up? Tell us. Well, if one screwed up, they could damage both shuttle pods and lose two. But apparently they didn't. And they went to work. Captain Starlog Supplement. The three alien warships followed Enterprise for nearly an hour, but couldn't keep up with us. I guess they'll have to look elsewhere for new additions to their labor force. Go ahead. There's Dr. Flashhold in the pad. I'm terribly sorry, Captain, but there was nothing I could do. I realized how important it would have been to have a Zindi to help us. He wasn't a particularly helpful Zindi, Doctor. You'd be surprised. It was extremely difficult and painful for him to speak, but he managed to dictate this to me before he died. He said you'd know what it meant. I'll be damned. already. You gotta admit, their team did a pretty impressive job down there. Nothing you guys couldn't have done just as well. I'm not so sure about that. See you in the morning. Alright. Ah, how are you feeling, Commander? Tired. You said you'd give me something to sleep? Very well. <clears throat> Sir, you wouldn't mind, Commander. I promised to Paul. I take these bioscans to quarters, but I still have quite a bit of work to do here. No problem. What a liar he is. Thanks. Yep. He's a liar, Paul. 
Yes, Doctor. Commander Tucker is on his way to your quarters. He believes I just gave him a sedative. But it was only a placebo. He's had a rather uh, difficult day. I believe you have your work cut out for you. <laughs> so, Vulcan Neural Pressure, you want me to tell you anything before they say anything? No. Okay. Sorry, you got box to Okay. This time. Okay. Box said you were expecting... Spoiler alert. No spoilers, it's just explaining. <laughs> I don't think I'd be very good company right now. Anyway, I still have a few more showers to take before I get all this trillion D off me. Trillion, you like D. a cup of tea? Thanks, but it might keep me up. The doctor just gave me a sedative. You're having trouble sleeping as well. I never would have paid you for an insomniac. She's not really. I believe the expanse has been disrupting my REM patterns. Uh, probably nothing a good hypo spray couldn't cure. Vulcan science teaches us to prompt our bodies to create their own medicines. So, why are you still having trouble sleeping? The neural nodes that need to be stimulated are difficult to reach. <sighs> Perhaps you could help me. Bum, bum, bum. I, I don't really know if I can... Three centimeters on either side of the fifth vertebrae. Mm. She's taking off her shirt. You can apply considerable pressure. I'm not sure which of these is... Uh... Right there. Right here? A little closer together. Harder. Harder. Pushing hard will knock you over. <laughs> Just like that. Please continue. Walking neural pressure. Right. <laughs> far more effective than I hope was for you. Glad to be of assistance. It would be only fair for me to return the favor. Please disrobe. <laughs> I, I'm really flattered, Sub Commander. And and don't think under different circumstances I, I wouldn't jump at the chance. Are you implying I'm making sexual advances? Which no. <laughs> I'm no, not gonna lie no, because they're no, both not the at same all. I, I was just... pretty much. It's not you see, against the, the doctor gave me the sedative, and I think it's starting to work. The doctor injected you with a placebo. He sent you here because he wanted me to persuade you to try Vulcan neural pressure. As I predicted, it was a pointless exercise. Why didn't he just ask me? He did. You refused. So this whole thing was just a setup. The doctor knows how intransigent she can be. Intransigent? Unwilling to compromise. You I know what it means. <laughs> but it just so happens it's not true. I'm as willing to compromise as anyone else. Then take off your shirt. But <laughs> if we were wrong, he's taking off his shirt. So, they don't say it. But, Vulcan, your old pressure. <clears throat> 
excuse me. Uh, it is very, uh, how do I put this in the nicest words possible? Uh, actually, I can look it up right here. Just a second here. Vulcan neuropressure is a mental and physical technique for relaxing the mind and muscles. It involves stimulating neural nodes and pressure points in a Vulcan and human body. A highly specialized discipline, neuropressure involves numerous techniques and uh, was extremely difficult to learn. Took years to master, also being very personal, it requires a great deal of physical contact. Wink, wink. <clears throat> gotcha. <laughs> So this is what starts the spark of their romance. My opinion. Right? Because I've seen this a lot and you haven't. Right. They just dropped out of work. Sir, we're approaching the coordinates. Tactical alert. Standby weapons. Any indications that we're being scanned? No, sir. No vessels, no signs of technology. Nothing. How many inhabited planets? I'm not detecting any planets inhabited or otherwise. Son of a bitch lied to us. Block said the Zippy used his dying breath to give us these coordinates. Why would he lie? Sir, I'm picking up a debris field. A ship? It's a lot bigger than that. Put it up. <laughs> it's a big debris field. It's nearly 80 million kilometers long. It was a planet. It was a planet. What was it close to us? longer is a planet. Correct. How long ago did this happen? Judging by the field dispersion, approximately 120 years. I'm pretty sure there was a population there, Captain. Picking up refined metals and traces of alloys. Some of them match the hull of the Zindi Pro. They're building the weapon. Planning to annihilate Earth because they think we're going to destroy their world in 400 years. How is that possible if their world doesn't exist anymore? It hasn't existed for decades. We know the probe that attacked Earth was built somewhere in this expanse, and it was built recently. It's logical to assume the new weapon is being developed at the same location. But, yep, if it's not here... Prepare to go to War 4. What course, sir? Deeper into the expanse. Long-range sensors are showing increasing numbers of spatial distortions. You heard me, Travis. Yeah, do it! They worked. They scanned the debris and left nearly three hours ago. Uh, heading? Toward the Orison Distortion Field. <laughs> the Orison Distortion Field was an area of very dense spatial anomalies generated by the first sphere encountered by Enterprise in the Delphic Expanse. The field was used as a hunting ground for the Osarian pirates who would attack and raid any ships which 
was disabled by anomalies in 2153. They attacked Enterprise in a manner of stealing da 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 da. We'll get to that in the next episode. But it came up in my prevail provide. We can't assume that. I'm sending vessels to destroy them. If they are the first wave of an invasion, it would be best for us to remain hidden. Let them keep searching. He's correct. They won't find what they're looking for. I'm reading what... Yes. The, finish the weapons quickly or I'll destroy the Earth ship. Whether this council approves or not. Insectoids are very angry, hostile critters. Right. So, any other specific ones that were in that section that we needed to talk about? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. If you say so. You know. Let me get to the next one here so we're ready. Okay, so, Vicki, on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you put this one today? I put that as a big fat 9. Would that's you like to explain why? Because of all the interesting Zindi in there. There was only, well, okay, there was all five, yeah. And, shoot them up, bang, bang. Of course, because there was a firefight. Mm -hmm. I have to give this one a 7, because it's just the beginning. They found they didn't find what they were looking for. That Zindi didn't apparently know the right coordinates, so it's kind of fucked up in my opinion. But it is what it is. So, who do you think this one hinged on? Archer and to Paul. Okay, I think it hinged on both of them, and Reed and Trip. Okay, I'll give and it Major to you. And Major Hayes. I'll give it to you. Of course you're going to give it to me. You can't take it away. I can. You could try. It ain't going to work. <laughs> so, anything else you'd like to say, Vicki? No. Would you like to tell everybody where they can find us again? You can find us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor. Correct. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. Yep. And I do post a lot on Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. Um, we do have one person also on the group. Uh, Vicky and I are both the admins on there, so if something comes up that we don't agree with, like bullying, nudity, well... Yeah, nudity, uh, or something along those lines, we can delete the post and we can kick that person out of the group. We don't want to, but if we needed to, we would. But this is it's for positive. This is positive, fun, Star Trekking goodness. Exactly. All right, well, I guess until the next episode, I'm William. And I'm Vicki. And we'll catch you on the other side. Bye.